The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Murphy's Auto Care. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO. Well, good afternoon and welcome, everyone. You're on Auto Talk today. We're live coming to you. I'm Dave Murphy, along with uh, my wife and partner, Jan. We're your hosts each and every week right here on WHIO's Ask the Expert lineup. Uh, we're the owners of Murphy's Auto Care out in Beaver Creek. Murphy's Auto Care has been serving our community for over 25 years. And we are open Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. There to service you and your vehicle's family service needs or even your fleet service needs. Just give us a call. You can reach us at 426 2886 that's 426-2886. And uh, we can also be found on the web at murphysautocare.com. So welcome to the show. And uh, we're so glad you're riding along with us. And uh, Jan, like I said, is here with us as well. Hi, Jan. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you today, Dave? Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for tuning in today here. We love doing the show each and every Saturday at noon. And we are going to be taking your calls. 457-1290 is the number to call. That's area code 937. Give us a call at the station, 457-1290. We'd like to hear from you today. And we're also riding along on Facebook. On our Facebook stream. If you want to join us there, folks, real simple. Just go to Murphy's Auto Care on Facebook. And uh, just to go ahead and watch us. We're live right now. If you want to, let us know your uh, your questions there. We will respond to them as well. And uh, really having a good time over the last year or so on, on the Facebook stream. A lot of people jumping in, joining us there. So we appreciate that. We appreciate you taking the time and spending it with us. But most of all, thanks for being here with us live on AutoTalk again. This is a call-in talk show. Love to hear from you. Maybe you have questions about your car, your truck, whatever it is. Uh, whether you got a check engine light on or maybe you got a new noise in your car this week. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't driving their vehicles nearly as much as they used to, uh, just based on the way things go on in our world. But uh, your vehicle still needs attention. And I'm sure if you've gotten in it and maybe it makes a new creak or a new crack or a new pop or a new grind, uh, you might be wondering, hmm, what in the heck is causing that? Well, we're happy to talk to you about that, help you figure it out and uh, get through it. So we are here live, but join us right now on Auto Talk. So, hey, uh, Jan, a bunch of things going on. You know, we've got a big agenda of things to talk about, but it's never more important than the agenda of our listeners and the folks following us on Facebook. So uh, never feel like, you know, you can't jump in, call the station at 457-1290 and, and just, uh, you know, let's talk to you. That's, I mean, you guys are far more important than our stuff but we always like sharing what's going on, whether it's in our shop in Beaver Creek, whether it's in the shops all over America, because we are really fortunate to have a lot of friends that are also in this business around the country, which we just met with a bunch of them this week, right? Mm -hmm. Had a big meeting, two weeks, or I should say two days of it. And uh, wow, always a great meeting gets together with people. And, uh, but uh, we're here for you. So give us a call. Um, something going on just in the news and I'm, I'm always reading and scanning stuff like that. Uh, if you're into muscle cars and if you live in Dayton, Ohio, how can you not be into muscle cars? Let's face it, General Motors has been there, you know, really had a presence back in the muscle car era, still has somewhat of a presence. But uh, in Florida, if you've ever been to uh, Punta Gorda area, there is a muscle car museum. It's really focused on GM cars and kind of a sad note, but maybe a good note. Today is the last day they're open. All of those vehicles in that in that collection 
uh, over 200 are going to be going to the Mecham auction next Saturday. Well, actually, Mecham's going on right now in uh, Kissimmee all week long. Uh, if it wraps up today, if you're if you're a car enthusiast, you're probably already watching it or checking it out. But if you haven't seen these cars, uh, this collection has over 80 Corvettes in it, and they're not they're not clunkers, folks. They are beautiful cars, all running. And um, hate to see them go, but you know what? Hopefully, they're all going to go to good homes. People well, they're, are enjoying. They're going to find a good home for sure. I, I hope so. Yeah, but it'll be fun. So you know, it's easy if you want to check it out on. Just go to Meekum Auctions online, and you can uh, watch it next week. Uh, the cars are going to sell on Friday and all of the uh, road memorabilia is going to sell on third or on Saturday, I should say. So it should be a fun auction. We'll be back live on auto talk again next week, probably while that auction's going on. So that'll prevent me from buying things. I think. Well, we'll have a lot to talk about too. Well, hopefully, yeah, we'll maybe talk, update people on what, what, what sold and how, it, what it sold for. Speaking of what cars sold for you, just, what did you just send me the, about uh, Carol Shelby's uh, original Shelby? How much did that sell, sell for? I think, oh yeah, there it is. 5.3 million just sold. Uh, I think that probably sold at Mecham this week. So uh, at any rate, uh, crazy money. Uh, looks like people uh, my age, I guess, are still buying cars like that and enjoying them. But um, also this week, read an interesting article. You know, all manufacturers are racing to get out EVs or electric vehicles. I mean, they're all, they're all really throwing tons and tons of money at it. And speaking of General Motors, which we were, of course, I was just talking about their muscle cars. Um, they are, are going to pitch about $27 billion into their new effort. And uh, they really feel like they can get everybody in an EV uh, within about the next five to six years. So we'll, we'll see if that comes to fruition. Uh, you think you'll be driving an EV, Jan? Uh, I think I'll have one. I don't, I don't know if I'll be driving one every day. Yeah. They're, uh, well, you know, we. I mean, it'd be fun to have one, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of partial to. My other cars. Well, I don't blame you. You know, uh, there's there's just those things about our gasoline or ICE engine vehicles that we've all gotten used to. But it doesn't mean that I don't think we can't change what the way we feel and the way we think about it. Uh, I think one of the big things, the big hurdles to get over is going to be uh, range. And uh, General Motors and, of course, Ford and, and all the manufacturers are, are really on this. But I know in the article that I read, GM said that uh, their vehicles are going to have an average of 450 miles of range. That's that's incredible. Uh, based on their new battery platform. So uh, we'll, we'll see, but uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to that about, talk a lot, a lot of people about that. So give us a call today, 457-1290 out there. Love to hear from you. Our producer will uh, patch you through to us. He'll let us know that uh, you're there. We'd love to talk to you. So uh, everybody there on Facebook, hello, good morning. Glad you're with us as well. All right, so uh, something that we talk to a lot of customers about, we do a lot of alignments every week at Murphy's Auto Care. And I uh, thought we would bring up a point, maybe just, you know, if you take your vehicle in, maybe you take your vehicle and you're getting new tires put on, right? And whether you go to a big box store, whether you go to one of the big tire box stores, uh, a lot of those places tell you that the vehicle is being aligned as a part of the, of the process. And um, that, that very well may be the case. But there's something that I think consumers need to be aware of, Jan, uh, when it comes to a modern vehicle, and this is gonna pertain to at least 80% or more of the vehicles on the road today. So if you're having your vehicle aligned, more than likely it has steering angle sensors in the steering column. And what steering angle sensors do is they are, are basically sensors, and there's typically between one to three that tell one of the processors or computers on your car 
exactly where the steering wheel is in relation to the tires on the road. So that input is necessary to make the uh, ABS or the anti-lock brake systems work. It's necessary to make ADOS work, which is of course advanced driver assistance systems and also uh, electronic stability control. So we've seen electronic stability control and ABS on vehicles for 15 years. So now steering angle sensors are part of that process in order for those systems to work. But what happens is, is if, if even a minor adjustment in a wheel alignment is altered, specifically the, the toe angle or total toe angle, then the steering angle sensor has to be reset. And um, sometimes it'll actually set a, a light. Usually it's gonna set the ESC light on your vehicle immediately or shortly after the alignment has been performed. Not all repair shops, not all tire installation shops go the extra step to reset that sensor. So it's just something that's really, I think consumers need to know about it. Uh, and unfortunately, vehicles can be driven away, not set the light, but the angle sensor not be correct. So um, something you want to ask because it does take time. It requires extra skill. It requires uh, also some other tooling, some other equipment in order to properly reset that. So if you're getting your, if you're going to get an alignment on your vehicle, folks, and this time of year, a lot of people are, or shortly after when we get into the spring, after we, you know, our vehicles struggled through the, through the roads in our community, um, you want to make sure you're asking them, hey, are, does my vehicle have steering angle sensors on it? And are you resetting it or are you capable of resetting those? And it's just a good question to ask. And it's certainly one you should ask, or, you know, hopefully the place you're going is telling you about it. So, uh, you know me. I'm just. I think that's interesting. I don't know. What do you think, Jan? Was that interesting? Did you find that helpful? Sort of. <laughs> well, what do you got for us today? What do you got out there? No, just keep talking. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully we're going to hear from some callers. Hey, give us a call today. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, we, we'd love to hear from you at all. Last week, I'm going to mention we had a caller that uh, wanted to talk to us about perhaps when to change some of the fluids in their vehicle, and I thought we would go over that maybe in a little more detail. So it, it, at Murphy's Auto Care, we use products from BG, and we've used these for many years. And these are the products we use whenever we do a fluid exchange, whether we're changing the transmission fluid or the engine antifreeze or the, the brake fluid, power steering or differential and so forth. But, you know, when should you change this fluid, right? So we, this is our recommendation, and this comes from our manufacturers as well, that those key fluids, typically uh, the four I just mentioned, the transmission, the antifreeze, the brake, the power steering, should be changed every two years or 30,000 miles. And you don't have to do them all at one time, but I, I wanted to point it out because if you're taking your vehicle in to your service provider and they're mentioning perhaps maybe these fluids, should you should consider changing them at the next service interval or now, uh, you, you know, it's helpful, I think, to know um, first of all, ask them why, and if they're telling you just for maintenance, that's a great reason, right? I mean, maintenance is important. But in some cases, vehicles have been, or I should say the fluids in vehicles have been really, really um, under-maintained, under-serviced, and so they're past their service life. So it may be necessary on, on your vehicle if you haven't had any of these fluids change, and, and perhaps you're at 50, 60, 70,000 miles, it's just a good idea to get them all replaced uh, especially if your budget, you know, if you can, you can swing it in your budget. But that's typically the service interval is just remember every two years for those fluids uh, or about 25 to 30, I'd say 30,000 miles is what we recommend. Now, now keep that in mind. We are going to see a trend 
where folks are driving less. And, and we're going to see probably a year and a half of that. And then hopefully we're going to see, you know, people get back out. You know, you're going to be going back to your office. You're going to be taking vacations and driving around more. We're probably going to see us get back to a more traditional 12 to 15,000 miles per year on a vehicle. But right now, the industry is predicting that the average is probably going to drop slightly. Well, and people are going to keep their cars longer. That's correct. Uh, uh, typically, keep people can keep their cars longer. The cost to drive them will be down. Uh, the maintenance will be down a little bit. And the if you, if you keep your car maintained, you can drive it a little bit longer. And I think there's a backlog on manufacturing uh, with what might not be the exact time to buy a car. But, uh, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing to keep your car and drive it longer. It saves you money in the long run. You like the car, it's dependable. Or you can upgrade to another used car rather than buying a new car. I know that, you know, you we typically, we keep our cars a long time, but uh, we'll talk more about that when we come back from a break. And we are taking your calls live today. 457-1290, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. And welcome back to Auto Talk. Thanks for uh, riding along with us today. Uh, we love doing the show each and every Saturday right here on WHIO Radio. Ask the expert. So we're taking your calls. You can call us in 457-1290 is the number to call. And uh, you can uh, talk with us today. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, any questions you have automotive related, we would love to hear from you. Yes. So um, I know while we were on the break, uh, we did have a caller wanting to know about aligning a car with full, full wheel steering. Okay. I assume that would mean uh, all-wheel steer. Uh, so the alignment process is still is still the same, and um, you know it it still has uh, toe, camber, caster, those angles, and uh, it, it basically is virtually the same. If that's in fact what what you were uh, reflecting on, something that any alignment, good alignment shop with uh, good equipment. Uh, we, we really favor the Hunter Hawkeye Elite equipment. Uh, it, it's all digital. That's what we use in our in our business. Um, but certainly not a problem uh, if you have all-wheel steer on your vehicle, which is not quite that many vehicles. And quite honestly, if, if you have an all-wheel steer vehicle, uh, the rear has certainly an impact uh, on uh, turning radius and on lane changeability, uh, certainly loaded with sensors as well, uh, but but not an issue as far as, as resetting. It's got all the same components, ball joints, tie rod ends, you know, struts, and uh, all the same components. So really, um, except for the electronics, if someone's not familiar with that, that might give them a little bit of problem. But uh, good question. Uh, it is different, uh, but it still operates virtually the same. So And not all repair shops do alignments. Uh, some people kind of get their best, uh, the best way to do that. And then other people use an actual aligner like we do. And so make sure where you're taking your car, uh, ask them what they are aligning your car with. You know, it, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, alignments are so, so critical anymore. And, and it used to be years ago, people didn't get an alignment until they realized their steering wheel was uh, not not straight, not correct anymore. Maybe the steering wheel was shaking, so they thought it needed a, an alignment. Uh, perhaps, you know, of course, the car didn't drive straight or you let go of the wheel, it pulled left, pulled right. All of those were common symptoms. But now, uh, with, with the advent of all of the electronics, uh, with, with ADOS on vehicles, and as we're moving much, much closer to full autonomy in vehicles, alignment is such a, a, a 
key maintenance service that needs to be performed. And, and we recommend that it be checked twice a year and because typically we find that it will need an adjustment or replacement of parts on any vehicle at least annually. Uh, well, and you were talking earlier about the, uh, in the steering, it's kind of like talking to the alignment to the car. And That's a good way it, it's to put important it. because everything is elect most everything is electronic. There's computer systems on cars, so we're actually using a computer system to align the car as well. Yeah, and you need to be the bottom we're not line eyeballing is, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I you know I started out, I can remember back in the days we used to use a tape measure and string and we are not know, doing that. Yeah, that's no that was that was that was about when so I was 18. check with your service providers. <laughs> make sure they're not doing that either. And and the bottom line is it's, it's absolutely imperative in order for the safety systems on the vast majority of vehicles to operate correctly so that they can adjust, so that they can prevent an accident and protect you uh, for the alignment to be accurate and for the steering angle sensors to be reset as they should be. So uh, yeah, it's, it's just tremendously important. And it was a great question. So we appreciate uh, the question uh, on all wheel steer as well. Uh, do we have any other caller there at all? Uh, if, we, if we do, we're going to ask you to just hold here just a second. We're going to have to run to another break, unfortunately. And when minute. we come back, we're going to talk about the Goodwill Auto Auction and all the opportunities there. Yes, we will. So stick with us here. We are live today on Auto Talk. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you. We'll be back in a minute. We'll be right back. W-H-I-O. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, this is Rush Limbaugh. This is my home in the Miami Valley. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. 1290-957. WHIO. And welcome back to Auto Talk. You go ahead. <laughs> don't you go. tell me what to do. Yeah, and I don't ever tell, tell me what to do. I, I should know that by now. Dave and Jan, every Saturday at 12 o'clock, you can hear Dave ramble on and on and on. <laughs> or you can just call us and talk to us. Give us a call at 457-1290. We'll be happy to take your calls. We've got some lines open. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, for the second half of the show, we were going to talk about the Goodwill Auto Auction for just a minute and all the things that the Goodwill Auto Auction can do, both on the buying end and the uh, donation end. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, hopefully you've heard us talk about the Goodwill Auto Auction. We are very proud partners with them. Uh, if you want to donate a vehicle, and we certainly hope you do, if you have one maybe you're not using as much, or maybe you're going to plan to trade it in, uh, not a bad idea, but consider all the good you can do by just donating that vehicle to the Goodwill Auto Auction. It's simple. It's easy. All you got to do is go to uh, goodwilldaytonauto.com uh, and just hit the donate button and the rest of it's pretty darn easy. They'll be in touch with you within just a short period of time. You or, can call 228-AUTO. That's 228-286. And they'll do everything for you. If you have a, a car, vehicle, a plane, a, an RV, something that uh, you're not getting a lot of use out of anymore. And if you'll consider donating that, all the proceeds stay right here and help people in the Miami Valley. So it's really a win-win for everyone. Again, the number is 228-AUTO. That's 228-2886. And uh, even if you're wanting to see what's coming up in the auction, you can go online. That is goodwilldaytonauto.com. Go online and uh, check them out. They see what's coming up. I, you may be surprised. You'll find vehicles in there that are only five, six years old. And uh, you know, some folks have just decided maybe they they want to do uh, they want to help out the community, so they donate the car. It and is. It's really really kind of neat to see that when that happens. But there's a lot of other vehicles on there too. So check it out. Thanks to Goodwill Auto 
the Goodwill Auto Auction for supporting uh, the uh, Auto Talk each and every Saturday. Kind of got tongue-tied there, and that's rare for me. I know one of the things we were going to talk about is how to read a drive belt. And this this might not you know pertain to everybody. They may not really care. But just for the basics, Dave, how do we read a drive belt? Well, it's pretty simple. Once the belt's removed, you know, a, a belt is having an issue with a bad bearing uh, or not properly aligned uh, will show signs of burnishing, tearing, uh, actually, the fabric will start to come apart. It'll fray. And also, what you're going to notice is that vehicle's probably making some noise from the engine that it didn't used to make. And, and you know, modern vehicles are so, so quiet anymore. Uh, when, when they start making a noise from under the hood, it's something you need to check out. Uh, but the belt can, can really be an indicator to a technician or to a do-it-yourselfer that there is actually a problem with one of the rotating components, with one of the idler pulleys, with one of the uh, tensioners. Uh, so if you're not certain and you're, you know, don't spray things on belts. That's, that's the old days. Gosh, please don't ever do that. We, unfortunately, they still sell belt dressing at a lot of the auto parts stores. That is not what you put on a modern belt on a vehicle. Uh, is that like dippity do? Well, I, I don't know what dippity do is. I never used that. So that might, I don't even don't, think that has a. Don't do it. Just so it, it must be it. for, for dippets though. I don't know. So anyway, so don't do that. So uh, take your vehicle to your automotive technician, wherever you go, uh, tell them you got a squeal, a squawk, a grind or whatever it is. And most likely they're going to check out um, that uh, component and they may remove the belt and uh, take a look at it and hopefully they'll uh, be able to determine what then has failed. But the belt will always, unfortunately the belt on a car is really a victim. Uh, they just don't fail like they used to and not so long ago. So, um, but uh, belts can tell the story just like so many other things can. We do have a caller. I think we're gonna run to, um, let's see if we can connect with, is it Sherry? Hi Sherry, are you out there? I'm here, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for joining us on Auto Talk. How, how, what I'm, kind of I'm here. problem you got? Hello. Hi, Sherry. Are you there? How can we help you? All right, Sherry. Well, I'll tell you what. If, I'm, uh... I'm here. Okay, great, great. Tell us what's on your mind. Um, I have a Toyota Sienna. Okay. And I. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And I have Sirius XM subscription. And late last summer, the XM quit working on the vehicle. And I've tried to update the signal several times, many times. I've talked to the customer service reps. And the conclusion is that it is my antenna that's built into the wing of the, the back wing of the van. Uh -huh. And I'm hearing that that's very expensive to replace. And I was just wondering if that's true and what are my options, if you have any recommendations. So great question. And yes, that would be, you know, I think everybody's threshold for expensive is different. Um, but if you want the vehicle to look the same and operate the same, then that replacement would be what we would recommend. Now, there are aftermarket antennas available. Uh, you would have to go out to probably like a stereo shop. If you're in Beaver Creek, you might want to check in with the guys at uh, California Customs. They may have an alternative antenna that they can place in the vehicle. Um, but the, the real thing we would want to do or I would do is I would want to confirm that the antenna is actually at fault. And um, I would doubt that anybody... Does that affect the radio? 
Uh, yeah, it can. It can. If the radio does, does the radio work in your car? The the AM FM radio does it work, Sherry? She may have so, the radio yeah, on. Yeah, she's got the radio. Yeah, the radio uh, works fine. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. The AM FM works just fine. It's just my XM. Okay, Sherry, I, I need you to turn off your radio listening to us. If you'll just get on the phone, we'll be able to talk because that's that's causing a delay. But um, we'll just answer your question. So, assuming the radio and the vehicle works correctly. Uh, I, I would doubt that that's actually the problem. That I would say there may be another issue, maybe okay. in software. But I would just take it back to the dealer and have them check it out. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I can't hear you. Yeah, uh, I'm not surprised. So. Um, yeah. So she's got the radio okay. on. Thank yeah, you. Sure, need but to... it's a good question. Very good we question. We appreciate it. And um, but but yeah, there are there are some options for you. So uh, that's a, I think it's a very good question. Yep. Either go to the dealer or stop by a, a radio stereo installation shop and have them confirm that that's the issue and see if they have any alternatives. So thanks for your call today, Thank Sherry. You. We appreciate it. Have a great day. All right, great. Hey, uh, let's see if we've got another. We got another call here, uh, Brandon. If you can uh, connect us, that'd be great. Dean, are you there? Yeah. Dean, are you there? Hello, Dean. Hello. I like your new home. I like your new home. Love it, really? All right. All right, well, Dean. I'll tell Dean you what. Has the radio uh, on too. <laughs> Hey, hey, Dean, we'd love to talk to you, but you're going to have to, to, uh, to focus on the call, okay? <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, he's got a windshield wipers and uh, parking correctly on his 2014 cruise. Issues with wipers and Not parking, parking correctly. Not parking correctly, right, right. So, okay. Um, oh, me, you mean when they turn off me? Yeah, that's the parking. Gotcha. Yeah. So, when you turn them off, I they never, should park. I never knew that. Right. There, so uh, could be a wiper motor issue, could be a wiper control issue. Uh, on that vehicle, that's something that uh, can be tested with a scan tool, and you can watch it and uh, see if, in fact, it's working properly. But usually it's a mechanical failure. Uh, and certainly this time of year, uh, if the wipers were uh, on the windshield and they froze and then they were still they got turned on immediately when the vehicle fired back up, all it takes is to bend uh, a piece of mechanically in, in the in the wiper transmission, and that can cause them to not park properly. So uh, certainly something you want to get checked out. Um, we've seen them not park at all. Uh, we've seen them park in the wrong position. Uh, but just get it in, get it checked out, and wherever you take the vehicle to, hopefully they, they can get to the bottom of that pretty quickly. Yeah, even for regular service intervals, your uh, repair center should be checking out your windshield wipers. Absolutely. And actually your blades. I mean, you need uh, windshield wiper blades at least a couple times a year uh, so that you're not caught in the ice or the sleet or a heavy storm. I mean, oftentimes our our blades are uh, really, there's some wear and tear on them that we don't it's realize natural. until we need them. And, and I've, you know, I've learned that myself. So uh, make sure they're getting your blades replaced as well. And then they'll be checking the parking on those and topping off your fluids so you're not out and things like that. So yeah, absolutely. a lot of good tips there. Yeah, yeah what's going on? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about, uh, we are hiring at Murphy's Auto Care. We have a wonderful team. Uh, we've got some people that have been with us a long time and we really value them, but our team's growing. And um, we are hiring technicians as well as shuttle drivers. And so if you have an interest in joining our team, 
we, we have a lot of fun at work. We have a great team in place already, and you can give us a call at Murphy's Auto Care. That's 426-2886 or go online, murphysautocare.com, and uh, hit the what page? Contact. Contact. And then you can fill out an application there. So we'd love to hear from you. Love to meet that. you. Love to hear from you. And um, you never know. You may you may find a, a new home at Murphy's Auto Care. We'd sure like to talk to you about yeah. that. So. We're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 530 to, to service you and your family. Uh, we also do, uh, what one of the things we talk about a lot is digital inspection. So we're taking pictures of your car and uh, sending them to you while you're either at work, at home, or wherever you are. And that way you can see what's going on with your car. You know, the, the belts. Right. The fluids, the hoses, all the good the stuff. Wipers, you know, the wipers. We, we actually take a video then, from, from um, the driver's seat and then we, how your wipers And then that's, that's a reference point for you. So, you know, when you bring in the car a few months later, then you can see that reference point. So those are really good to have. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not many shops in our area use a, a DVI, which is a digital vehicle inspection. Um, and I'm sad to say that. Uh, I, I hope there, you know, we've seen a couple. I'm glad to hear that, uh, that are. But I just think that's great that should, technology. That should be the benchmark for an automotive repair yeah. provider is to always do some form or some level of an inspection on, on a vehicle when it's in for service. Most people don't know how to even open the hood on their car. I and mean, we're running into that more and more. So that tells us they probably don't check any oil level. They don't check. And, you know, I hate to say it, more and more I cars you can't check I'm just oil saying, oh, I think a lot of our listeners just like to get the information and, you know, they don't need to hear the big long story. They just want to see the oh. pictures of what's going on and get to the point. And is my car good or bad? Uh, get it back to me. I got somewhere to be. You sound like somebody that's just way too busy. Yeah. You might want to try slowing busy. it down. Just I'm not a too bit. busy. I'm just not a technician. <laughs> And I don't want to be. <laughs> you you don't care what makes the watch tick. You're just yeah. wondering what time it is, yep. right? I know you. Okay. Answer the question. All right. Well, hey, we, we wanted to mention a couple other things. Um, I'm starting to see some trends. Uh, folks, if you are going to be needing tires on your car, maybe your, your shop has told you you better prepare to spend a thousand bucks on some tires. You might want to get that done here over the next couple of months. Um, we're, the industry is projecting we're going to see tire tariffs uh, on about five different uh, companies that are major producers of tires because they all produce offshore uh, and in a lot of countries where there will be tariffs uh, levied. So if your tires on your car are under 630 seconds of an inch in tread depth remaining, uh, consider a tire purchase within the next month or two. You'll save yourself some money. Uh, right now we're anticipating we may see increases at the consumer level uh, of at least 20%. And uh, so save yourself a little money. I mean, yeah, we're if talking you're thinking about, about getting tires. Uh, yeah, go ahead yeah. and maybe get that scheduled. Yeah, it, you know, we no longer live in the day of when a replacement set of tires is only two hundred or three hundred dollars on your car. And we're that's still way, a lot of money. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And you know, um, that's why we we see people just trying to purchase two tires at a time, uh, just to make it fit their budget. And that's that's a viable approach. That certainly works. But um, having good tires on your car is going to be important for you to stop absolutely. and go absolutely. and um, and get the proper mileage on your car. I mean, there's just a whole whole lot of things that they uh, pertain to. Well, and into, I don't know if you know this, Jan. So worn tires, the the less the the lower the tread they have on many types of tires, especially tires that are not roll you know rolling uh, or low rolling resistance tires. Actually, um, they actually will start to diminish fuel economy. So it's important, you know, as your tires wear, because there's now a greater contact, greater contact, but unfortunately it's not one that's, that's going to help you with stability uh, with your tires, is going to uh, decrease your fuel mileage. And of course, it, it also adds to road noise. 
and just the overall ride of the vehicle diminishes as the tire tread diminishes on a tire. So it, it is really important to keep an eye on it, especially for safety's sake. All right, we're going to run to a quick break. Uh, we will be right back. Stick with us. We are live today on Auto Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And welcome back to Auto Talk. Thanks for staying with us today. And uh, we've got a lot in store for the last few minutes of the show. Um, we have uh, one more caller to go to. We do. You, uh, Roger, can you jump on there with us? Say hello. Hey, hello. How are you? How can we help you today? Hello? Hello. hello. How can we help you today? Are you there? Hello. Hello, Roger. Hello. We can hear you. Well, all right. Maybe you can't hear I'll us. I'll tell you what, Roger. Sorry about this that. Roger. Yes, sir. How can we How help can you? We help you, you can hear us? Okay. Um, yes. I've got a 2000 Chevy Malibu. I think we he's lost you. breaking in and out. Uh, yeah. Lose. That uh, there's a little bit of water leaking from the uh, head gasket now. It's got about 379,000 miles on it. And I was wondering if it wouldn't hurt to put a little bit of stop leak in it instead of paying the money to get a head gasket replaced. Okay, great question. I'll tell you what, if you want to jump off, I'll answer that question for you, Roger. <clears throat> I would uh, I would say yes, that's what I would do. Uh, there's also there's some other products out there now, too that actually you can use in that kind of situation. But normally we would not recommend that because normally you would want to remove the heads, replace the head gaskets. Uh, but that's a very high mileage car. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of expense to put in it. So I would agree with that, that process, not knowing the overall condition of the rest of the car. Appreciate your call, Roger. Uh, we uh, are running up here against the end of the show. So thanks for being quick on that one. And hopefully that is helpful. But I, I, would... I do want to thank Mike's Car Wash for sponsoring the show today. I know Mike's Car Wash has three locations in the Dayton area. So we thank them for their sponsorship. And they're open um, each and every day from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. You can run your car through or you can get some wash books. They make great gifts for other people. So thank you, Mike's Car Wash. Also, I want to thank KOI Auto Parts. So if uh, if you need that head gasket replaced. <laughs> uh, They've we, got plenty we, of products. We use KOI Auto Parts. Uh, they are fast and convenient. They are the professional's choice. And KOI Auto Parts enables us to have our three-year, 36,000-mile warranty at Murphy's Auto Care. So uh, we, we they're very dependable. And uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring the show as well. I know we mentioned Goodwill earlier, Dave, but, you know, anytime that you have a car that you're not driving or you're thinking about upgrading, please consider donating today. It helps thousands of people right in the Miami Valley. Those proceeds stay and help so many programs. And uh, so for more information, you can go to 228-AUTO or go to GoodwillDaytonAuto.com and... Uh, and they'll do all the work for you. They'll do the paperwork. They'll tow the car or the vehicle or the whatever you're donating. So it's a wonderful way to give to the community. Absolutely. Well, there we are. We're up against the we'll end of the show. We'll catch you next Saturday at noon. Thanks for tuning in today. We love right. doing the show. You guys stay safe out there. Yes.
It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. WHIO Dayton. WHIO FM Pleasant Hill. A Cox Media Group station from the CJSHeatingAndAir.com studios. CJS means yes. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.